1: Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong,
0: bing bong. What is this? What style bong, of music is this?
1: Bing bong, bing. I don't know. Sorry, it got weird. Is it Bing bong Crosby? <laughs> yeah, it must be. No, that's more like, a oh, bing, 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 bing bong, bong. None right. kind of that, right? Mm. I'm dreaming. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Bing, bong Honestly, Christmas. I don't think he was very talented. All right. Well, I. <laughs> He's overrated, actually. I feel like quite a few people would disagree with you there. I loved being Crosby. Have you actually watched any of his films? Uh, yeah, I watched. No. That is the no. Answer I watched
0: that. Uh, Robin and the Seven Hoods. Okay. Well, yeah, that's where you, <laughs> no, you're going he's wrong. Great. I actually do like it. He's him.
1: great. Oh, my God. He's so much part of my childhood. Him and Bob Hope and Fred Astaire. Oh, yeah. Ginger Rogers, Audrey Hepburn. Mm-mm. Ooh. I Anyone good, those.
0: though? <laughs> Anyone people actually know and
1: remember? All right, calm down. Anyone there. who's on Nerd TikTok. boy, just because you don't appreciate people singing and dancing. That's true. As opposed to people hitting each other with pretend swords.
0: Well, you know, Claire, there's <laughs> there's a, there's not that much of a difference between choreography in fights and music. For example, Chris Evans. Except
1: that Chris music Evans, is sh- it's too, it's too music sh- and I'm is very beautiful. You.
0: I'm shushing you. And
1: fun to and the enjoyable. The patriarchy's
0: here is to, sh- to shush you. <laughs>
1: um, what I will say just before you continue is that I've realized recently that you dance like you can't hear the music music mm. that makes me laugh continue
0: fantastic While well, you put on your makeup like you're blind
1: <laughs> if we're getting
0: catty claire Noah, you look great uh, but That's um expensive. chris evans who plays captain america is amazing at fight choreography and remembering moves because he has a uh, a background in tap dance i love that there where you know. can
1: i see him tap dancing where can you start, can huh? i see surely on the depths of the internet you'll throw a woman a bone And let me see Chris Hemsworth tapped in. No, not
0: Hemsworth. What did I say? Chris Evans. He's the the Captain America guy. Oh,
1: that's no, that's less exciting. Is it? I'm not really into Chris Evans. What's wrong with him? No, you think he's like super handsome. Every time you see him, you're like, oh, look at this handsome man. No, I don't think you understand what's attractive.
0: I think you don't understand what's attractive. (laughs) What are you talking about? No,
1: Chris Hemsworth, delicious. Chris Evans,
0: nah. That's – what
1: are you nah, talking about? No, you're wrong. He's too – I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't throw him out of bed for fighting or something. Okay. But nah, he's too clean. Nah. Actually, this is terrible. I am objectifying these two particular men mm-hmm. and I should not because men have been doing that for centuries for women and I should not be doing the same. It's true. You Or are. should I be <laughs> just to, you know, make this the scales of the universe all back in balance. Fair
0: enough. All right, should we get into this then – uh by we, this who, i mean we this should. episode of suggestible. We should.
1: can i do mine first because yep. it's I would love relevant to this discussion of men and women great and particularly men
0: let's do it i have a
1: recipe for sausage oh meatballs. sausage
0: very good
1: <laughs> all right so he, bear with me listeners I was on my way to the supermarket, trudging along in Not the, in the rain Not everything has to be a story. Just read winter. the recipe. Just read the recipe. No, this whole point is to build the. Ambience. This is my
0: least favorite type of recipe book. It's like you know, I often, I sometimes when I have this on a cold winter night, and it actually reminds me of. Shut up! What are the ingredients? And then it's sometimes the method is like within like just blocks of text. And it's like give me the list of things and then give me like very basic instructions on how to make the thing. And
1: then this is the difference between me and you because you don't understand that recipe books can just be read like novels. And no one is ever actually going to make anything in them. What a
0: ridiculous, ridiculous
1: concept. No, because the, uh, you just don't understand food. This goes back to our age-old argument about the fact that you don't really love food like I love
0: food. Oh, my God. Because
1: it goes back into the like, the food atmosphere. police
0: atmosphere? Food
1: is also about, like, textures and colours and scents. Oh, and is it? The time of the day that you eat it in and the way your body feels and, like, you're sitting eating a sunny egg in a little pool of sunlight. I don't know. I fucking love it. Just back off. You love weird stuff.
0: Yeah, I like weird stuff. You're very
1: specific with your likes. I'm very specific with mine. I feel like mine. But why is yours more accepted? Yours? Exactly. <laughs> why is that the case? Because mine are good for you and good for your soul and body. Oh, really? And yours seem to be withering away. A lot of angry men on the internet. That's not true. I'm playing the game <laughs> Sniper Elite
0: Five at the moment, Just and like I'll have you know killing that killing
1: pretend people.
0: Yes, Claire. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Actually, good. I played good. it for like a. You're
1: really winning my argument for, for a big me. chunk
0: of today, and then afterwards I'm like, I feel bad. What I feel so bad? Oh, Maybe Because I didn't go to the gym and I played PlayStation for two hours. Just
1: like killing killing people yeah. yeah possibly maybe there's not in... gonna shoot themselves right. except for hitler who did can shoot i himself. tell you my sausage recipe right just mm. the recipe yes no i know well this show is not just for you james just because you don't enjoy this story <laughs> are you gonna maybe say? Just, other just you don't enjoy this show <laughs> well look let's not let well, yeah that's probably true anyway but- Let's be bygones, be bygones, let and them let be me continue. Continue. All right. Don't throw a bird in a bush. I won't have two ones in your hand. All right. Sausage meatball. Now you've ruined it. I was painting picture. We were, okay. So I was trudging along, as all parents are. It's almost dinner time, and you're just trudging with your face down. You're just having a and trudge. It's rain. It's cold. You're like, I don't want to fuck to make for dinner, and it happens every day, every goddamn day. Someone needs to eat dinner. Yes, it's And true. nobody knows what to cook ever. Yep. I feel like unless you're like a unicorn person who always has like fresh prawns from the market available in their fridge, most people are just scrambling around in the dirt and mm. the who knows what, being how like, frozen, what, how much frozen what do I eat for dinner? And mm. usually it ends up being the same three or four recipes on repeat. Right. And it's annoying, but it's because that's what you do. And you go to the supermarket with all the choices and you're like, I don't know. I'm just going to get this same bag of frozen peas and some fish fingers. So depressing. Right, right, Anyway, I went to this local shop on the way and the woman in there was so lovely and we got talking. I bought a lovely beanie with a pom-pom on it and it was very cheerful. And then she said, hey, just in case you're on the way to the supermarket to buy dinner for your kids. And I was like, absolutely I am. She said, let me give you two recipes to save you your life a little. I was like, yes, thank you, woman with big pink earrings on. You're all fabulous. My husband will hate me retelling this story on a podcast, but I'll continue on. Wow. Anyway, basically what she suggested was two cool ones. One is sausage meatballs. So you get your sausages, just plain ones, nothing fancy. You peel the skins off. You chop them up. I didn't even roll them into balls. I literally just chop them up, put them in polpa mutti, which is just like crushed in tomatoes, but the best brand. If you live in Australia.
0: They're additive free.
1: They are additive free. They're delicious and just you don't need to add anything else, like literally nothing, not even salt and pepper. In the pan, in goes the sausages. Now I was like, this is a bit gross, like raw sausages straight into the tomato. Mm -hmm, She's like, trust mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. it'll be fine. And it was fine. They just browned up and poached in the tomato sauce, made some rice, steamed some broccoli, Bob's your uncle, and was it a hit? Did our children actually eat it?
0: They're still talking about it. They certainly did. They are. Still um, talking about
1: it. (laughs) It was amazing, and even for the two olds she could pick it up, bite-sized portions, yep. easy, great, loved it. It's got all the things so in there good. that they
0: enjoy in one delicious dish.
1: Correct, and, and it's like took like fifteen minutes. Incredible, amazing, so easy. Plus, it's got Unlike veggies this story, and protein, which is
0: taking longer than I'm the actual just, recipe.
1: Okay, the other one, I'm <laughs> you're so annoying. And the other one, there are parents on this show who are applauding me right now, and there are many that are probably like, "Can she just move along?" Anyway, the second <laughs> recipe is a bowl. It's plain white rice with chicken schnitzel that you can pre-buy right, from the right, supermarket. Right. Who's got time to make your schnitz? You can if you like.
0: I've done it. I used to do it a bit. Now yeah. I don't. But I used no. to do it. Yeah. That's what
1: I'm saying. We're parent trudging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're trudging mm-hmm. down the road of parenthood. We love our children, but we're trudging. And so we like slice up the chicken schnitzel, put that on top of the white rice, then we put some cubi mayo we get some seaweed from the supermarket wow. and like kind of crackle that up a little bit. Maybe put some cucumber in there and other sorted veggies or some lettuce, whatever you so choose. Sesame seeds if you feel them fancy. And no. that's it. And it was so easy. And it was like we were on like a pretend trip to Japan, children. And it was delightful.
0: <laughs> it certainly was. We're all like, wow, what an experience. We all said, <laughs> this was just like having an overseas holiday. To
1: Japan. Anyway. <laughs> That's it. That's my two recipes. They're my gifts to you. I haven't done a recipe in a long time. And I thought I would give those to the parents out there who were struggling like me. And Jane is hating it. But that's okay. Not no, I'm everything. having a great time. I'm you just know, bringing out my next like suggestion. Everything. No, I do like everything.
0: And do you know what I like more that than anything That never
1: else? a less true word was said. No,
0: that's not true. Name one thing I don't like. Everything. This well, podcast. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, fine. Early mornings. You happen to name four to five Parties. things off the top of? Yep. True. Things that
1: you do with other people. Yep, that's right. People yep. coming to your house. Okay, aside having from, to go to someone's house. Yep, that's true. Picking up your son from school. No, I don't mind that. All right. Yeah. No, that's true. You don't mind that. But you leave immediately. Yeah. You don't want to talk to anyone. I'll talk to a few people,
0: and I'm out of there. Yeah. You want to hang around? You'd hang around for the rest of the day. You'd I hang would. around until it's dark. I would. I would. Awful. I'll,
1: yeah, because they're great. They're all good, nice people. I like to talk. I like I like a chat. I know you like a chat. I like a chitty but chat. Do you like a
0: movie? Do you like a comedy movie? You know
1: what? I'm starting to get over movies. What
0: about this movie? It's called The Lost City. It's a 2022 you lost
1: <laughs> action, me. action. It's <laughs>
0: comedy adventure directed by the Knee Brothers starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. You've
1: been waiting for me to watch it and I still haven't watched it. That's
0: fine. Well, I went ahead and I watched it without you I and know. I had a, a delightful time. So Sandra Bullock uh, is a romance novelist. Channing Tatum is the cover model for her romance novels, right? Mm-hmm. And what that is, she gets kidnapped.
1: That is a very likely scenario.
0: True. By da- uh, by billionaire Daniel Radcliffe, not the actor, like a guy who's playing a, a billionaire, so he can ha- so he can find the Lost City just which she actually describes and deciphers some of the text in one of her books, right? So if you can imagine the movie Indiana Jones, one of them. If you can imagine the movie, have you ever seen Romancing the Stone, the Indiana Jones knockoff movies from the from the 80s? No. They're not bad. In what universe would
1: I have seen that? I've seen Indiana Jones. I there loved
0: them. It's even the... a bit of Tropic Thunder kind of thrown in there, Ooh, I right? I actually
1: quite enjoy Tropic yeah. Thunder.
0: It's a, It's like an, it's like one of those kind of throwback like adventure romance movies, kind of in in, in modernised in the modern day. It's even got a few cameos that you might not expect. Clay, if you've seen the trailer, you'll notice that one Bradley Pitt also appears in the movie. Oh, one right?
1: said Bradley Pitt.
0: Yes, so it's got like ridiculous fight scenes and chases, and one of the if you've seen any of the behind the scenes stuff of it, one of the one of the major. Uh, one of the major like showpieces of the um of the movie is the onesie sequined outfit that Sandra Bullock is wearing in the jungle it's like a really sparkly pink onesie oh
1: yes you i've seen, seen any that. of that yeah so that
0: plays like a big part of it it's like the worst that. thing you could possibly be wearing uh, in the jungle it's got some really funny moments and those two work really well together they're like a they're a really great pairing so as mentioned she's like a romance novelist but she's also got a background in like archaeology, and she's a, a historian as well. And he's like a Fa- Fabio style cover model who has no like real world experience so or outdoor stuff.
1: Like the main plot line of most movies, except Reverse. Yeah, I
0: guess it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they, and but you know, of course, they both have their shortcomings, and also both you know they come together. For for a, for a greater purpose. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's already. I think it still is out in cinemas, but it is streaming at the moment. If if you are so inclined to just watch something, it's like that's pretty. That's pretty good. I Feel really like really like Do you like the heat? Do you like Sandra Bullock in the heat?
1: Yes, With I do. McCarthy, yes, 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 then, I yeah, like she's that. great. You'll you'll like I this. know. And I always yeah. love Sandra Bullock from her days of while you were sleeping, mm. which I've watched a thousand times over. What I love about this movie, and I haven't seen it yet, but some of the commentary has made me really think. Because how old is Sandra Bullock now? In her fifties? probably? Correct. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. And Channing Tatum is what in his forty two. Forty two. Yeah. Correct, exactly. So the dynamic is exact like fifty seven. 57, right? Wow. She's nearly 60, right? So when you think about like Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise, Tom Cruise, or even like a Hugh Jackman or, you know, Indiana Jones man.
0: Indiana Jones man, yeah. You know,
1: what's his face? Who? Um, Tom uh, Cruise is Tom, nearly
0: 60, 60 is, next month. Okay. Uh, uh, Indi- uh, Harrison Ford. Thank yeah, you very like much. A My years brain years had to
1: freeze. Yeah, a million years old. But in their films, they have been the love interest to women 20, 30 years yes, younger totally. than them constantly. And most of the time those women have barely any personality and if and they're very attractive mm-hmm. and usually very of a particular body type attractive Yep. and they kind of are a bauble to the plot. They're always going like, what do I do now? And that kind of vibe. Yeah. And the guy who is older always gets to save them. And a lot of the time, as we have discussed previously, it feels a lot like Hollywood executives' fantasies being lived out on the screen. And so what I love about the concept of this is that Sandra Bullock at 57 has ostensibly one of the hottest men playing her romantic lead in a movie. Yeah. And he's what, like how much? Almost 20 years younger than her? Yeah, like
0: 15 years younger, yeah.
1: Like, great. Mm. That is feminism in action and I am here for it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, she's like an (laughs) exception. I think it's also it is becoming rarer and Tom Cruise is the exception that somebody can be like consistently making you know, good movies at this age, like Top Gun, the new one was a yeah. recent example of that. But she, I think because she's got so much power at this point that she can now, like, make things that you she... You mean women at that age? No, I mean also, like, anybody at that, that age. It is, it is, like, rare in general, but it is more common with men. For like, men. Like, Absolute. Harrison... But Are you sh- I don't no, agree no, with that. No, but what I'm saying is, like, Harrison Ford, he makes, like, Indiana Jones and Star Wars movies, and those movies do really well. But everything else he makes, they're not big movies anymore i think tom cruise like is an exception No, but i
1: what i would say is that there is still a huge amount more of diff- like, may not be the big blockbuster films but there's if he wants to work he can work yeah, i completely agree but yeah. i think and i'm hopeful it's changing but i still think if you are sandra bullock's age in general unless you are someone like her who's super powerful very funny mm-hmm. and has somehow managed to break through plus she's also had a lot of work done sure Kind of depressingly, but anyway. No, man, um, what are you going to do? You know, but there's a whole swathe of women in that bracket between, say, 40 to 65, 60, where they then start to play like your Maggie Dench, you know, whatever roles, Judy Dench or Maggie Smith. (laughs) <laughs> I just did it combo them, but you know they're always saying they're competing with the same roles. You know, there's this massive dearth of roles for women, and guys get to play different roles all the way through. They can be working all the way through. Yeah. I, I disagree that
0: um, it's uh, it's the same. No, I didn't say it's the same. What I'm saying is it is rare, but it is more common for men. Oh my like god! The aging, yeah, every second yeah, movie aging, I see, moving movie stars, and because the movie stars are also kind of they're different. What they used to be, brands, are now what is kind of big as opposed to individual actors now. Do you, does that make sense? Like no, IP like sells movies as opposed to You
1: mean like the Star stars. Wars franchise? Yeah, Star Wars. The, like
0: even Top Gun, even though like Tom Cruise is the lead in it. Like that's a, the, one of the main points of that movie is that it's a sequel to a movie that isn't very good but people like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. I think the solution for women in this space in general because also there's a massive inequity in – the amount of directors and writers who are women, right? Definitely. And one of my pet hates is that a woman will write a film or direct a, you know, direct a movie and it will be not great mm. and people go like, well, see, women shouldn't be writing that. And it's such ridiculousness because there's been a thousand movies written by guys who are also terrible.
0: Name oh, one. <laughs> Top Gun.
1: Top no, Gun. I quite Top. really enjoyed Top Gun. New Top Gun? New Top Gun. I haven't seen that either. But, know, original top as down? I went back to my previous point, I'm not into movies at the moment. My brain's like too long, too hard.
0: But you'll watch a TV series.
1: Correct. I've been Eight watching, episodes yes. of a TV series
0: every Correct. night. Certainly
1: will. Certainly will. That show, Better Things, oh, mate, I'm still watching it. And it's just, it's getting worse and worse and making me more and more sad, even though it's super funny, but I can't stop watching it. And I come out of it like super emotional every night. <laughs> it's really – it's anyway, That's it's great. a whole other thing. Anyway, enough of my ranting about the um, lack of equity in film. I think everything's the same and everything's fine. But things are improving slowly. actually I did an episode so, of Taunts on this with Jess Perkins. Yes. In my very first season. So if you're interested in, in equity in film and – Things have changed now. Obviously, still things are progressing more so. Mm-hmm. But we did talk a lot about that in my episode with Jess Perkins back last year, Tom's season one, or was it the year before? Who knows? Time is a is a construct. It certainly. All is. right, uh, my turn. Yeah. Cool. That sounds like a really good movie, actually. James. It's really good. You Thank should you watch for it. Thank rec- you recommending that.
0: Mm. You'll never watch it, but it's good.
1: No, I will. No, I genuinely am going to because the the Tatum is also The great. Tatum. The Tatum. So he, oh, he's
0: good looking, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, good. 100%. He gets, his, he gets his, uh, his bod out as
1: well for this one. Right. Well, loving I'm def- that. you didn't tell me that. I would have watched it immediately. <laughs> no. He's a cover right. model. Of course he does. <laughs> Great. Good. Mm. Excellent. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Will it be objectifying here? Is it a book, Claire?
0: It is. I bought in
1: a book. I know. Okay. So uh, going on the theme of helping parents out with particular books.
0: Physical book. Yuck. (laughs) Okay.
1: Annoying! I have bought in the first book.
0: Put it here. Oh my
1: god! Can you stop? (laughs) This is actually bought by my beautiful mum for my daughter, and but I think it's just it would be lovely. Can I get through a sentence? I'll stop now. I will stop. It's actually kind of cool and I've got some interesting facts for you about this. I love facts. I know. Uh, So it's called Ruby Red Shoes by Kate Nape and Kate Mm. Nape is an Australian illustrator and author so she writes and illustrates these books. And she also has her own studio called Twig Seeds as well where she does like a whole lot of different beautiful character illustrations. She works mainly in watercolour, ink and pencil. and what I thought was interesting, unlike a lot of things now that are all done digitally, she still does this completely by hand, which right. she sh- which she said is incredibly nerve wracking because <laughs> if you st- like watercolor is completely unforgiving. So if you make one tiny mistake, the whole thing's ruined. Done,
0: yeah. So if you
1: have a look at this artwork, uh, this is
0: actually I have been flicked at this. It's actually beautiful.
1: It's book. really beautiful. Now, a joke I joke and
0: I jest. But do it's, you? Uh, yeah, it's you great. joke yeah. and jest? Who mm. knew?
1: Yeah, so it's called Ruby Red Shoes and it stars one aware hair, which is obviously the title, um, Ruby Red Shoes, and oh. she's a, a hair, a white hair who wears beautiful dresses and little red shoes. And they these books have been published around the world and have grown a devoted following amongst children and adults alike. So what uh, Kate says about this book is that being an aware hair means cultivating awareness of the world around you as well as inside you awareness and care of self, the community and our earth. These messages are delivered gently through detailed illustrations and charming stories. So the first book doesn't have a lot of story in it. It's more just introducing the reader to yeah, um, the world. and Ruby the characters. Read. Yeah. And the world is so intricate. And when you see the paintings, they're so beautiful. And Ruby's actually lost her parents. So The first book doesn't really detail that other than to say that she lives with her grandmother in a beautiful painted caravan and she spends most of her time gardening outdoors and painting and sitting in big chairs. I know it's so cute reading riding little bicycles. She has chickens in a little hen house, which she teaches how to play soccer with the (laughs) passion fruit. And she teaches them French. And this is Australian,
0: yeah, you've said that. Yeah, it's
1: Australian. Yeah, I think she's from Queensland. And what else is so lovely about it? is that she says she wrote Ruby in her studio. She kind of appeared when she was painting one day and she realised she made her as a friend for children but also for adults too to kind of live in a little magical, beautiful world that is quite simple and connected to nature, connected to art and connected to love and she has these big kind of gorgeous armchairs and so our daughter loves the fact that Ruby always has a bath in this big pink clawfoot bath mm. and it's just super glorious and really deep and the tea is made in these big gorgeous mugs and it's just so beautiful and she has a whole cupboard of red shoes and so that's the first book Ruby Red Shoes and then she goes to Paris and London and has some other adventures as well oh cool Yeah, so there's currently eight books in the series. Mm -hmm. So what's so lovely about Ruby as a character is she follows her passions and her day-to-day life, things like gardening and communing with the stars, daydreaming or reading a story with her grandmother, and it's kind of about nourishing her spiritual, mental, emotional and physical well-being. And I think that's why when I read it, as much as my daughter loves it for all the funny little chickens and the gorgeous garden and everything, Mm. It's also kind of like messages about what is actually good for us as people and human beings and I just, I really love that. So, yeah, she's written it for children but also for adults as well for that reason because they do feel like a little bit of of an escape Mm. in lots of ways. So, yeah, I just really love that idea. Anyway, so Kate Nape and they would make absolutely gorgeous gifts kids in your life. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. any cute like I Mar- think you would have loved this as a kid as oh well. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally. I would have loved, yes, absolutely. And you can find her website as well, at Kate Nape. Oh, no, it's rubyredshoes.com.au actually. And you can order all kinds of things from there too. She does prints from the books mm-hmm. and she also has little toys and things too that you can purchase. So she's just a really gorgeous I like no social media either, I've
0: noticed.
1: No, yeah. I know, which is kind of amazing. She does have one for Ruby. Okay. Yeah, so like this is her Instagram account, Ruby Red Shoes. Oh, cool. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so she's got – she doesn't really have that much about her. Have but it's re- Have you
0: reached out to interview her?
1: No, no, I haven't. But um, hmm. I would love to. And I just love she's sort of created this whole magical community around um, that idea of being an aware hair. So just being aware yeah. of others and being kind and compassionate and all those beautiful things. So, yeah,
0: that's it. Great. That's really nice. What a lovely suggestion! Thank you. Um, Are you ready for me to blow your mind, Claire?
1: I certainly. Oh, just one final thing. Kate Nape is spelled Kate K N A double P. Yeah,
0: canap. 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 It's
1: canap, Kate K-N-A-P. All right, right. go on. It's not.
0: It's Nape. Is it Nape? Huh? Is it Nape? Is it it pronounced Nape? Yeah. Nap. Nap. Okay. Cool. Here we go. I wish
1: I could have a nap. My brain's like short circuit. You and me both.
0: (laughs) Now, Claire, I've brought a poem. I shouldn't have uh, done that when you're drinking. <laughs> you're having a big sip of water. It could have been a big spit take moment. Look. But I've actually brought in what uh, – you. I don't know whether you've heard of this, but this actually this, this poem is actually called The Official Poem of 2016 by BBC slash Public Radio International. Oh,
1: you really have brought in a yes, poem? Yes, this isn't
0: a joke, Claire. Oh, jeez. Um, it's only short. Do you mind if I read it?
1: <laughs> All right. Are you sure? I'm not sure.
0: This isn't a joke. I literally have a poem. All right. I, I, I saw this on Twitter and it really spoke to me genuinely. I'm not even kidding and I'm going to read it right now. All right.
1: Okay. okay. Oh, God. All it's right. Called,
0: it's called Good Bones by Maggie Smith, not the act, the actor Maggie Smith, the, the poet and writer Maggie Smith. Okay. I feel like you're better at reading poetry than I am. <laughs> this is not my wheelhouse at all. Okay. Life is short though I keep this from my children. Life is short and I've shortened mine in a thousand delicious, ill-advised ways. A thousand deliciously ill-advised ways. I'll keep from my children. The world is at least 50% terrible and that's a conservative estimate, though I keep this from my children. For every bird, there is a stone thrown at a bird. For every loved child, a child broken, bagged, sunk in a lake. Life is short and the world is at least half terrible and for every kind stranger... There is one who would break you, though I keep this from my children. I'm trying to sell them the world. Any decent realtor walking you through a real shithole chirps on about good bones. This place could be beautiful, right? You could make this place beautiful.
1: Ah, oh, I love that poem.
0: You know it, it's I sure So
1: famous, yeah. yeah. It's
0: I figured you would know it, so yeah. But it's—I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like horrifying yes. and beautiful and. I'd never heard of it, obviously, and, uh, yeah,
1: it was amazing. It really hits you. Yeah. Yeah. What did it make you think about?
0: Well, it made me think about how, yeah, mo- a lot of things are terrible and a lot of your job as a parent, as the, as the poem mentioned, like this is a pretty surface level evaluation, is like keeping those things from your kids, not making them like blind to the dangers of the world but sheltering them from a lot of it until maybe they are, they are ready for it, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, or you think that they're ready for it because they're going to get hit with it eventually and it's about kind of like revealing that information kind of slowly yeah. over time and, you know, kind of giving them the skills to navigate the world and, you know, realise that people aren't always – people don't always have good intentions uh, and some do but you don't know often, you know. You kind of just have to take a punt sometimes uh, either way, you
1: know. Yeah, and that's the, that's the thing of being human, right. Like the world, is. as beautiful it is, it's also as terrible,
0: so this was um wasn't gonna say it. so good bones apparently it was uh went, went viral in the aftermath of the um the Orlando nightclub shooting and she will not find a way to channel the angst created uh watching her children growing up in a increasingly conflicted world. So that was kind of the initial idea behind it for like such a terrible and tragic and violent event and kind of, yeah, trying to get something you no know, something, you know, and this is what came came from it. Anyway, I thought it was genuinely amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I've always loved that poem. I'm not surprised it speaks to you because it basically says your premise which is the world is terrible.
0: Yeah, and I just love also the bit about how like life is short and I've shortened mine, <laughs>
1: like all yes, those kinds of things. correct. Where
0: you tell, like, your kids to be a certain way and eat a certain way. Yeah, and you're like,
1: and, and, and you And I know, think
0: about, like, some of the stupid things.
1: <laughs> in, <laughs> like, a, like a thou- what is it, a thousand delicious ill-advised yeah, ways exactly, or yeah. something. And totally, and actually that that's also a part of it. Yeah. That at a certain point you're allowed to make decisions that sometimes will be bad for you, but they kind of can sometimes be really great in the moment. You, you should know? wear
0: sunscreen from when you're very young. That's correct. That's, it's not... <laughs> It might not necessarily be something like heroin, which is <laughs> something I have not tried, but it can be as simple as wearing sunscreen.
1: Correct. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, it is that whole idea, isn't it, that this world that we have, there's just so much about it that's so horrible that you still exist in mm. it and sure. you can still see what's so beautiful about Exactly.
0: It. And she also said, to see people from walks of life reading and sharing this poem as a medicine in the midst of tragedy is my definition of success.
1: So, there you go, James. Who even are you? And now I love poetry. I, <laughs> I finally I wish there was
0: somebody in my life who could have introduced <laughs> poetry to me it took It took a viral tweet for me to be brought into the world of poetry, and I'll be forever thankful to that particular viral tweet oh, uh, for this okay. and nobody else
1: <laughs> can i I'm gonna have to break this to you what? I've already read this poem on suggested. No,
0: you haven't.
1: Is <laughs> yes, that I true? Have. Yes, I Oh, my have. God. A couple years ago. And I wasn't going to tell you because I felt bad because I'm so delighted that you brought it in and that it speaks to you and I loved your take on it and I loved your reading of it and it was so great. But I brought it in.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I saw it on Twitter, so.
1: (laughs) But I will take that as a win for poetry. Now that you
0: mention it, I do remember that.
1: (laughs) And you did say to me, oh, my God, I actually love that poem.
0: Wow, there you go. I like (laughs) one poem. Anyway, send your poems. Send your weird, depressing poems to Pod at <laughs> I, gmail.com. I
1: am so delighted that I somehow kind of like secretly implanted that poem in your head. You no, 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 moment. no, no, Claire.
0: I just want to clarify. I do not remember the poem uh, until I saw a tweet, and that's what really lit it up for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Not, you, you, it doesn't light up until you see it on your medium of choice. Thank God
0: for Elon, Elon Musk. <laughs> purchasing Twitter, which that, that I don't know if you saw, but that deal has officially gone through oh, and he's, gosh. no, that's not. He, he backed away from it shockingly. Oh,
1: has he? I missed that. I've just yeah. literally. He's like, oh, actually, actually,
0: I don't want this, but it's also like, it's either you don't have the money yeah, or you've realised that you. <laughs> You don't want to run a social media platform because no, it'd be a fucking not, nightmare. Man. And, and, it's, what, and it why would you make pay money. that much for it? What is wrong no, with you? And it really does.
1: I don't think it makes that much money. Does no, it, it doesn't.
0: No. Yeah. Gosh. And also because then you're the arbiter, arbitro, arbitra,
1: arbitro, of
0: like perceived like free speech, and yeah. then it's like, and then he's going to have everybody yelling at him all the time. And now yeah. only half the people of the world yell at him.
1: And what is he going to do with the money he was going to buy Twitter with? Probably nothing. I don't think he has it,
0: like, honestly. I don't think it – or not
1: liquid anyway.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Wait, just a fraction of it could fix everything. Could make this place with good bones actually have good bones. Nah. Have more than just good bones. It's like bones. the time
0: he said he could solve world hunger. If there was only a plan to solve world hunger, he'd give $6 billion. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> I know this. Him. It's so annoying. There was, a was plan. When I did. Remember when you told me about that when you woke up in the morning and then I had a massive rant about Elon Musk and I cried? No, that didn't good. happen. That was good. I did
0: see people upset about him on Twitter, though. That's where I get all my information. <laughs>
1: Claire, did you
0: know, actually, speaking of social media, in a way, reviewing a podcast is the best way to reach out on social media, just like PhD Kermit Frog has written in with a five-star review. They just did it in-app on their platform oh, so of choice. Clever. It says Old Boots. It says, these married old boots switch between playful banter and profound discussions, all while operating
1: at only 40%. Whip. We're Mm. oh, mate, that was an excellent review. I haven't called him an old boot in a while. Mm, I don't know about that. I'm cutting him some slack. So, yeah, thank you so much. It really helps out the show. Oh, thank you so much for the review. All right. I also have an email here. Well, actually, this was an Instagram uh, little DM. Mm -hmm. But we prefer emails. at just However, I'll let this slide through because the guy who sent it through is called Matthew the Idiot. Love it. I don't think you're an idiot, Matthew. Well, let's see know no, but no, let's read it, we'll your see. let's read your suggestible hey claire i'm a big fan of suggestible and have a recommendation
0: well you must be an idiot <laughs> oh. just joking matthew oh, thank I'm you i'm not
1: the one that re-brought in a poem no, but <laughs> actually i'm so glad do you know how glad i am my whole little heart has like fully exploded with happiness well i'm glad that you brought a poem in it's made me so happy yum yum anyway back to this I'm not sure if I'm supposed to send it here. Matthew, you're not, but that's okay. But it's a movie I think you should look into. It's called Fresh, directed by Mimi Cage. I have seen Fresh. Oh, it's a thriller movie about dating and Sebastian Stan is a bad guy, manipulator, et I think. Did you talk about this? It's also a no, highly feminist movie. I told movie. you not to watch it with a female director and heavy subtones about it. Also, it's just a great movie that I think might might fit the pod. Thanks again. Love the pod and sorry if this isn't the place for recommendations. It Thanks, absolutely is not the place for
0: recommendations. It stars uh, Daisy Edgar-Jones, who you might know uh, from uh, good – what's that one with the – Marianne,
1: Marianne. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That yes, one, yes. that Irish uh, one. Normal People. Normal People. Oh, I still haven't watched because I'm in a deep Better Things hole Conversations with Friends, which is – the latest series from Sally Rooney, like oh, that's her first novel, actually. Sally Rooney's first novel that has been adapted. Who also wrote Normal People? That's the connection. And that TV show is it good, has come the out conversation recently. With friends? I have heard really good things. I haven't watched it yet. I am a thousand percent excited for people who live in the UK. Dolly Alderson's series, Everything I Know About Love, is currently screening tonight on BBC. Well, it will have screened by the time you hear this. And I just am so delighted. And I'm hoping that I can use a VPN to watch it well,
0: on well, BBC. I wish Ivy. there was some way we could set that up. But obviously with the limitations of modern technology, <laughs> that is not possible. We don't have a sponsor this week, do we? Certainly not. Then it's not possible.
1: <laughs> all right, that's it. That's it from us. Thank you as always. Oh, well, actually, it's not quite claims. it. Uh, it's
0: not quite it.
1: Oh, right, you had another poem that I no, read. No, not a
0: poem. Just something to end the show with.
1: What's this? What is it, James? It looks like dancing. <gasps> Is that Chris Hemsworth? It's Chris Hemsworth he's on, a, on Australian Dancing he's, with the Stars. I mean, it's not tap dancing, but it's pretty bloody no. close. He's got some moves. This is pre-Thor. Wow. This is, would have been like when he oh, was on Oh, this is home when he on Home Away. And he was doing like B-grade Australian. Look how
0: thin he is.
1: I know. Yes, he's not so bulky. I'm still loving this though. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Oh, they're dancing in a swishy dress. I mean, it would have been better if it was tap dancing, but thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Well, I just thought you'd you'd, you'd want to know that. Maybe Collings can link to that below if anyone needs a cheer up after James read um, Good Bones.
0: I think I was actually the first person to read that poem online. Is that true? Yes, must be. Great. All right. Anyway. Are you looking forward to Jurassic Park this week?
1: Oh, no. God, I have so many movies that I need to catch up on Top Gun. I've been too busy making sausage meatballs and singing songs on Instagram. (laughs) Hey, what about this?
0: What about this, Claire?
1: What is this now? Okay, this is an audience. Nah, we're doing it. What is this?
0: It's Chris Evans dancing now.
1: Yeah, I'm not so. See, I'm telling you, you don't understand. I'm just not that into. He's too clean cut. He's too clean cut. What's he doing, Running Man? Nah. Why are you so mean to Chris Evans? All he's ever done is be delightful. I have nothing against Chris Evans. I'm just saying. Chris Hemsworth is, there's a, yeah, anyway. I don't know why we're so. I'm not talking anti Chris this. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is great, by the way.
0: If any of these people get cancelled, then I would disown all of them. But, um, cool. Just so Excellent. you know. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank Thanks. you.
1: Thank you as always to Collings for editing this week's episode. You can find us on socials at Pod. We would love you to follow you over there. And thank you to Maisie for running those socials. And as wow. a side note, just very quickly, my Instagram, Claire20, is close. To 10,000. It's like 300 – no, yes, 300 people away from 10,000.
0: And Claire actually has a fear of success. So what she wants people (laughs) to do is actually unsubscribe from her Instagram. Is that correct? Will you do it? Yeah.
1: All I'm saying is throw a woman some good bones. <laughs> and go follow me on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> nah,
0: wait, wait a No minute.
1: pressure, you don't have to It's mainly me yelling in the kitchen, cooking meatballs And then singing some songs And then doing some gardening And then putting up my podcast on So, But if you feel like it, I'd love you to do that Terrific All okay, right. that's Now we're it. really leaving, for real Okay, bye. bye
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter